There were four attempts to begin, sentences and start recording. And there were four interruptions before this. And I'm not yet certain if this one is going to continue. For there could be another interruption that I might manifest. And I manifest these interruptions again and again and again because I have a feeble intent. And I have an uncertainty. I haven't yet stepped in to speaking what I intend to. Of course, I have no idea of the subject, the flow, the direction, and what this episode is going to be all about. Because today I sit on the cusp of travel, and that anticipation, that excitement is quite overwhelming. It's like a wave that's getting into every other crevice of my being. Every other activity is drenched by the wave of anticipation that washes over it. And with the impending five-day travel, I am with half a mind to carry a lapel mic along, sit wherever I am and record, and I might just do it. For this connection has become an energy feed for the soul. I thrive when I connect with the invisible people whose energies are pouring into me, egging me on. And that is the connection, that's the gossamer of not obvious energy connections that I've started to feel more often than not. And this connection is with you, whose form and shape and name and residence and physical details I have no clue of. But our souls connect. We build a bridge and we remain connected. Something brings you back to this podcast and something brings me back to deliver it. This is how we all are connected. This is exactly how the entire creation is connected at several energy levels. And we cannot in our physical awareness detect and understand This is how we connect to God through prayer. This is what we start terming as miracle. Premonitions, serendipitous incidents, coincidences that are pleasant and beautiful for us. And yet we don't know we've been scheming and planning and waiting for these all our lives on a psychological, on a deeper inner level. Bringing forth into reality what we constantly think and focus. Because 
Energetically we are so intertwined, so connected to one another, that everything that we are creating as a reality, we are weaving with our thoughts, these thought needles working over time to weave the fabric of our reality. We don't know everything is exactly the way we wanted it. It's a pact between our soul and the fellow souls. Determined to love, to expand, to contract. Progress, regress, everything is happening exactly as we've planned. The blueprints have been prepared in our heads, in our souls, in our minds, in our hearts. Everything that happens on a three-dimensional physical plane is just a mere action replay. We've created these scenarios, we've lived these lives in our heads. We may wake up from sleep forgetting our dreams, but we're dreaming up our futures. We're dreaming up exactly all the things that transpire. So sometimes I sit with friends and discuss that if we're exactly the writers and we create the scripts all the time of what is going to happen, then why don't we choose a better script? Why do we cling to negative thoughts? It's because the feedback loop is such that we depend on the reality that is manifesting, that's unfolding right now in our lives, the circumstances we find ourselves in. We draw cues and clues from there and we write the next episode exactly in the same vein. We don't discount the reality outside and write something different for the fear of being called daydreamers who don't know what reality is, who are constantly in a fool's paradise in their own world, lost. Oh no, we're actually finding our future. That's exactly the torchlight we walk the path with our intuition, our awareness, our inner compass, our inner guiding light. And when we turn that light on and script a better future, we draw cues from our intuitive self. It tells us exactly what to do, what to plan. It creates so much of room. It removes the clutter of incessantly loud thoughts based on insecurities and fears. And when I would read many years ago in different books, fear is the womb where hatred and bigotry and insecurities and narrowness and nastiness are born. I would not understand. But today I know clearly every fear is born out of a feeling of inadequacy of thinking that something that I possess is going to be taken away. It's the fear of losing 
loved ones, possessions, status, whereas all fears are unfounded. Because fears are baseless shadows. Fears are mere thought projections born out of insecurity, insecurity that was breeded into us, that was seeded into us when we were children. And the moment we uninstall those programs, fear ceases to be, and only love replaces fear, which is the exact actual antonym, the opposite of fear, love. And no wonder I constantly talk about love because when the void is created and fear has been removed, faith and love replace it. Unshakable, absolute faith in the Supreme Creator, the Source, the energy field from where you and I draw every breath, every thought, every action. And when I shift back to that Supreme Creator, the Source to draw upon, there can't be any negative thought. There can't be anything destructive and fearful. Because fear creates boundaries and divisions. Fear makes me think separate from the other. And fear makes me insecure, unloving, unforgiving, wrathful, vengeful. And I purge fear, only love remains. Only gratitude remains. Only wonderful, magnificent thoughts for the other and for myself. Only prosperity, progress, and expansion. And when I'm cyclically thinking that, I'm scripting from that source a happier, brighter future, a cozier, warmer, more congenial planet. And it's such a simple equation if you understand. It's a, it's a domino effect of love. And the moment you start feeling it in your bones, in your marrow, in your bloodstream, in the pump of your heart, in the fragrance of your breath, it leaves you ecstatic. It leaves you joyful, selflessly giving, giving, and giving, and immediately your life purpose becomes clear that we're here to love and understand and care. We're here to expand and grow. We're here to be intertwined souls headed toward the same destination, and there's no first and no second. There's no competition. There's no establishing supremacy. Supremacy is a beaten concept that the ego thrives on, feeds on. And whatever feeds the ego is a separatist thought, is exclusive, not inclusive. And inclusivity is what every great grand master has been telling us. The awakened ones have told us. There is one source 
There's an emergence of all of us from that source and there's a returning to that source. And it's the universal supreme source that experiences life through us, through little slices of its own consciousness put into several bodies all beautifully engaged in the task of experiencing and expanding and growing. And the day this awareness sets in and becomes a mindful practice, every interaction becomes better. We're trying, we're expanding and we're growing in this lovely expansive universe that is adding more galaxies, more planets, more stars more of everything is coming into manifestation because we are bringing it into manifestation. Mm. We are constantly co-creating and as the creator continues to play this beautiful sport of creation and experiencing itself through its own elements, the mere realization of this fact in every waking hour starts shifting focus of what we do in life toward grander goals greater higher purposes it's like lifting our very vibration to tune into something better to hear better music to mingle with souls that are vibrating at the same frequency, to find our tribe, to outgrow the old and to embrace the new that's full of grace, beauty, joy, understanding, empathy, compassion. These are the higher frequencies we are constantly aspire to vibrate to. Yes, the occasional negative thought comes in, the fearful feeling sets in. Then we narrow down, we shrivel, we quiver, we tremble with uncertainty. And that's the moment we go back and anchor ourselves in breath and prayer and love and remind about ourselves about the indestructible nature of this soul that is residing and carrying this body. They're residing in and carrying this body right up to the last step of its journey, experiencing the world around, developing patience and calmness, understanding for everyone. Every day I meet people who hurt, who seek healing. And every day I repeat, this is what I'm understanding about life. And I continue to do it as a divine order 
a task assigned to my soul. There is no asking for any sort of return. It's all about selfless giving, reaching out to be heard. And there are people who are listening. I'm listening. The universe is listening. I choose these frequencies. I create these sounds. This is my choice. What would be yours? Meditate on your choice. Come up with the answer. What's your call? when it comes to making this a better world. What is your call? Ask yourself.